Well, today will mark the 11th straight day with above average temperatures. In fact, we're not far from our average high temperature early this morning already. And we do have a few showers, an upper level disturbance. It's the first one in the series of disturbances we've been talking about all week long moves on by today. But it's weakening and lifting out well to the north of Jacksonville. So it's just some widely scattered brief showers today. There will not be significant rain. Uh, you may get a brief heavier shower, but it will last just a couple of minutes and be gone. Otherwise, we'll see a mix of clouds and sun today and temperatures at least topping out at around 80 degrees. It'll be unseasonably warm. And then we set the stage for the unsettled and at times stormy weekend. But again, an emphasis on that it's not a washout, especially tomorrow. But there will be quite a severe weather outbreak to our north and west tomorrow with the potential for tornadoes and flooding rains over parts of Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, the Florida panhandle. And then those storms are going to get ever so close to Jacksonville by late afternoon. This is going to be a difference of just a a few miles. I'm talking 20 or 30 miles, but it would appear that through the late afternoon hours, the highest threat for storms will be across Nassau and Baker County to the immediate north and west of Jacksonville and then on up to the Florida-Georgia border. And in that area, there could be some severe weather as early as the late afternoon hours. So anybody traveling west and northwest of Jacksonville will need to be on the alert Saturday and Saturday evening. Now, those storms should spread south and eastward Saturday evening and overnight. Some of those could be intense and even severe across Jacksonville and northeastern Florida with some heavier down pours. We would likely see perhaps some kind of break for a time early in the day on Sunday. It'll be a very warm start to the day. Some spots may not drop below 70 degrees Saturday night, believe it or not. And that means we're warm, humid, and unstable to start the day on Sunday. And another round, probably several rounds of showers and thunderstorms to move across the area Sunday. Now, the severe weather threat for Sunday is a little bit is a little bit more nebulous than what we're experiencing and expecting for tomorrow and tomorrow evening. A Sunday, it looks like there would be some severe weather threat in the morning, and that could include tornadoes, uh, strong winds, maybe some hail. Uh, but that threat could end up shifting into two spots, one north of Jacksonville and one south of Jacksonville, sort of a split for a time anyway, Sunday morning. And then it looks like there's the potential for a line of thunderstorms to develop uh, near or to the immediate west of Jacksonville around midday and then sweep eastward. And these storms could contain damaging winds and large hail. So plenty of things to consider and to track for this system as we head through the weekend. It's safe to say we all get at least some rain. There's the potential for severe weather. It'll be quite windy with or without storms, and it'll be unseasonably warm. And if you're traveling, stay alert to rapidly changing weather conditions and the potential for severe weather, especially if traveling north and west from Jacksonville through Saturday evening and Saturday night and then just about in any direction on Sunday. Remember, you can download for free our First Alert weather app, and it's exclusive to the area in that it can give you lightning alerts immediately as that lightning's occurring, and it'll also alert you when you are traveling into an area where a storm warning already exists. That can be very handy, especially in a pattern like the one that we're experiencing or will experience over the weekend. Keep in mind also that these storms will be fast-moving, 30 and 35-mile-per-hour moving storms, so conditions will change quickly from perhaps quite nice to quite stormy. Uh, we'll keep you updated round the clock, of course, on CBS 47 and Fox 30, Action News Jacks, uh, actionnewsjacks.com, wokv.com, and on the radio, News 104.5 WOKV throughout the weekend. I will not be far away from the microphone, trust me. All right, now as we head into uh, next week, we have the windy, cooler day on Monday, still a few lingering showers, a nice middle of the week, and then another front on Thursday that looks like it brings some rain, and all indications 
predictions are that the last part of January and probably lingering into early February, we'll see some of the coldest temperatures of the winters, at least so far, diving down into the U.S. And the question becomes how far south and east. And it's likely that some of that's going to reach Jacksonville. So we're not done with winter yet, despite the recent stretch, long stretch of very mild temperatures. Would not be at all surprised if we have multiple freezes the last few days of January into the early part of February. That's not an all bad thing. We need some cool air during the winter time. And then, of course, today is Inauguration Day. Washington, D.C. looks a little wet today. Showers will be developing temperatures in the 40s. From a temperature standpoint, that's not too unusual, but it will be kind of cool and damp in Washington, D.C. Kind of interesting if you look back at past inauguration history for the U.S. It did not become traditionally uh, an inauguration day on January 20th until 1937. That was FDR, and unfortunately it was very wet. Nearly two inches of rain fell uh, during that day and uh, made for a messy um, inauguration speech and parade. Uh, then we also had, in 1961, JFK, the night before uh, JFK's inauguration, eight inches of snow in Washington, D.C., made for a mess on Inauguration Day. The hottest Inauguration Day is sort of an interesting one. It was August 9th of 1974, when temperatures were in the 90s and feel like temperatures above 100 degrees. Now, the reason it was August 9th, of course, not traditional. That's because... President Nixon had uh, resigned, uh, of course, uh, in the um, scandal of Watergate, and so President Ford was inaugurated on August 9th of that year, 1974. The coldest inauguration was in 1985, rather. Ronald Reagan, it was 7 degrees, a very cold day in Washington, D.C. Interestingly enough... Uh, just a few years earlier in Ronald Reagan's first inauguration in 1981, it was one of the warmest inaugurations with temperatures that were in the 50s. Have a great and safe weekend. Stay tuned for all the latest updates on the stormy, potentially stormy conditions as we head through your weekend with all the weather all the time. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.